Good morning, How are you? Nothing. Uh, let me start by I'm, I'm overwhelmed. I am indeed overwhelmed. When, when the team was singing on and they sang because he loved me so. I felt that we could just continue in worship. Allow God to reveal himself to our hearts. Because I intend to talk on the redemptive love of God. Because it's because of this love that you and I are able to call him Father. Call it suspicion, call it revelation, call it I may call the team to come back and do the two songs. The one, that one, because he loved me. Because, you know, because he loved me, it's a song that we have sung many times. That we have sung many times. But I, I, would, I would like us, not now, sorry, but I was asking. Oh, it's so hard. Uh, but I, I might call you. Um, it's a song that we sing. But it, it's a song with a deep meaning. Because you see, this entire weekend, this Passover weekend, it's about the love of God. It's about the love of God. So if we can go together to the book of John chapter 3, reading from verse 16. John chapter 3, reading from verse 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world but in order that the world might be saved through him. Whoever believes in him is not condemned but whoever does not believe is condemned already because he has not believed in the name of the only son. And this is the judgment. The light has come into the world and the people love darkness rather than the light because their works were evil. For everyone who does wicked things hates the light and does not come to the light lest his works should be exposed. But whoever does what is true comes to the light so that it may be clearly seen that his works have been carried out in God. <laughs> Hobane modimo o ratele fatshe ha kaalo o bile wa lene ya mogwa wa ona ya itsetseng a inotsi hore e mole e monya dumela ho yena a seke a dimela ampe a ba le bophelo bo sa feleng hobane modimo o gomile mogwa wa ona le fatsheng e seng hore a hlulele fatshe empa e le hore le fatshe le bolokwa ke ene ya lumela ho yena ha a hlolwe empa ya sa dumeleng o se a hlotswe ka hobane ha ka dumela le bitso la mogwa modimo ya tsetseng a inotsi me ka hlolwa ena Hobane, 
o hlelwe le sedi me hatle le sedi me sebetse ya hai e tla iseke ya khalemelo empa ya etsa nnete o tla le sedi me sebetse ya hai e tla e bona hatse gore e etse ditse for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. The Bible goes on to say for God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world. But in order that the world might be saved through him. That is the reason that Jesus Christ was sent. Out of the love that God has for mankind. He chose his prized possession. And he sent it to the world to experience pain, to be crucified on the cross. Not so that you and I can be condemned, but so that we may have eternal life. That's the whole purpose of the coming of Jesus Christ. To come and reestablish the relationship between men and God. So when Jesus Christ died on the cross of Calvary, and he said it is finished, so you and I do not have to live in condemnation. You and I do not have to live in fear. Because we know that we are loved. Because we know that the Lord sent his only begotten son. To reconcile us unto him. If we go together to the book of Second. Corinthians. Chapter 5. Second Corinthians chapter 5. Starting from verse 11. Up to verse 21. Therefore, knowing the fear of the Lord, we persuade others. But what we are is known to God, and I hope it is known also to your conscience. We are not commending ourselves to you again, but giving you cause to boast about us so that you may be able to answer those who boast about outward appearance and not about what is in the heart. For if we are besides ourselves, it is for God. If we are in our right mind, it is for you. For the love of Christ controls us because we have concluded this, that one has died for all, therefore all have died, and he died for all, that those who live might no longer live for themselves, but for him who for their sake died and was raised. From now on, therefore, we regard no one according to the flesh. Even though we once regarded Christ according to the flesh, we regard him thus no longer. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. All this is from God, who through Christ reconciled us to himself 
and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. That is in Christ God reconciling the world to himself, not counting their trespasses against them and entrusting to us the message of reconciliation. Therefore, we are ambassadors for Christ. God, God making his appeal through us. We implore you on behalf of Christ, be reconciled to God. For our sake, he made him to be sin who knew no sin, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. Amen. Hasore <laughs> Mio Oh, Belanzendo on a cagiso crest, Elling on a happy or nailing table to Yapuelan. Gihore, Mudumo no loho crest, Habus Alafate, Hotong Huon, Gahose Baleba to the bits abon, Milgen de Hona Pulelo Yapuelan. Rema Oh, Mona Hangola Hand. เขมงโซอาคริสต์เกฮอนมิโฮกาทิเกมุดิมโอเลโคทาตังกาโรนขาลราเปลปะเกนซาคริสต์เกบวนลางเวลมุดิมโฮบานยาสะกังอาติบา
Through the knowledge of him who has called us. By his own glory and his own goodness. So it is through the knowledge of Christ that we get everything that we need for life and for godliness. When we come into a relationship with him, when we are reconciled unto him, we get empowered to be able to lead a life that is pleasing before him. that is acceptable before him. A life that is not defeated. But a life that is victorious. Because his divine power has given us that ability because we have known him. Because he has given us the right to be called sons and daughters. Hallelujah. So you and I have been reconciled because of the work of Calvary. In the book of Revelation, chapter 12, and I heard a loud voice in heaven saying, now the salvation and the power and the kingdom of our God and the authority of his Christ has come, for the accuser of our brothers has been thrown down who accuses them day and night before our God. And they have conquered him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony, for they loved not their lives even unto death. Jaleka utalinsile lohululu hodimunlere. Jale hoshahile poloko. Lematla. Lemuswa mudimu waron. Lematla akestu waron. Hobane. Isekadile. Hobane mungusi wabana wabana yaneng Dede Waleng abakosa pela sefahlo sa modimo motshegele bosul u dihetse ba mohlotse ka madi a konyana le ka lentsela o paki ba bona mme ha ba ka bagale le thoka bophelo ba bona lo huisa John chapter 2 Johanna wa pelete mana bobedi John chapter 2 Yes. First okay. John chapter 2 verse 1 and verse 2 says My little children I'm writing these things to you so that you may not sin but if anyone does sin we have an advocate with the Father Jesus Christ the righteous he's the, prop, he's the propitiation for our sins and not for ours only but also for the sins of the whole world Banabak ke le ngwala tabatseo title se ke laetsa sebe e ka ga ha motho a entse sebe gena le mo eme di plantate ke Jesu Christ ya lukile ke yana e le mpheko ya dibetsa gone e senya tsa gona fela empa e le le ya tsa lefatshelohle in the book of revelations it says satan goes around accusing the brethren he goes around telling you about your guilt. He goes around telling you about all the bad things that you have done. As a matter of fact, in the book of Job chapter 1, Job chapter 1, it says that when the sons of men appeared before God, somehow Satan rocked up as well. And he accused 
job. And he said to God, You see this job guy? He likes you. Because you take care of him. Because you have made him rich. But take everything from him. And see what happens. Take everything from him and see what happens. He will curse you. This is the accusation about Job that Satan brings before God. And in the same manner, Satan continues to accuse us of our sins. Of the things that we have done. When we fall, and please note, when we fall. Not if we fall. Because if any man says he's without sin, he has no truth in him. But the Bible says seven times shall the righteous fall and seven times shall they rise. That does not give you license to sin. Because you see the Bible says it is this love, this grace of God that teaches us to say no to righteousness. Amen. So when you have fallen, Satan accuses you. But the Bible continues to tell us. And the Bible tells us. But we have overcome. We have overcome by the blood of the Lamb. The blood that was shed on Calvary. For our redemption. And we also overcome through the word of our testimony. Because the word of our testimony is the miracle of the cross. Is the fact that for God so loved me that he gave his only son to die for me. You know, often I think, I think, I think about these things. This I, I try to have a true experience of what it means to be in a relationship with God. That's, that's, that's the cry of my heart. The, the cry of my heart is not to be, uh, what's the word? I don't know what the word is, but the cry of my heart is to experience a relationship with God. A relationship with God that I would have with a father. A relationship with God that is natural. That is not superficial, hyper, and all of these things. You know, when you have a father, I, I, I grew up without a father, so some of these things I speculate. But the way I want to relate with my daughters. I want it to be like this. Uh, sorry, Bazalwan, I'm going to say this. I want, I want it to be like this. I want the day when some guy they should come home. They should come home. And say, hey, dad, guess what? This guy, you know? You see? 
So that's a relationship that I want with. And that's a relationship I long for with God. Where I'm able to say, you know, I struggle in my heart. Because that money, and okay, that guy. <laughs> Okay, uh, sorry, my sister. So, we'll be able to say, you know God. This guy. I have issues with him. And if I'm honest, I don't really like him. Can you please help me? Can you please deal with my heart? able to love this God. You see, that's not that relationship where you come before God and you're like, but I'm able to come before God That's the relationship that I long for. Hallelujah. How, how did I end up talking about this? <laughs> okay. So, so I was going to say I was going to say, having having grown up without a father, so single therefore single parented, single parented. I have seen what sacrifice means. I have seen what it means to deny oneself the things that you'd have wanted to do. For the good of the earth. And that has been something that has propelled me in life. To say because of the sacrifices that my mom has made, I do not want to disappoint her. Have I disappointed her at some point in my life? Have I disappointed her at some point in my life? I'm sure I have at some point. I am certain that I have at some point. But because I've understood the sacrifice, I have determined in my heart that I will not disappoint him. And I think this is the same that we should have before Christ. Because we understand that which was sacrificed. We understand the price that was paid at the cross. We understand the pain that Jesus had to take. You see, Jesus himself said, if it was according to his will, this cup would pass him. But he said to God, we actually are nailing him back to the cross. We are causing him the same pain and the same suffering that he took when he was And I think if we understand that, then we will determine in our hearts 
That we will live lives that are worthy of the work of God. Of course, it is not by power, it is not by might. But it is by the Spirit of God. The Spirit that lives in you as a child of God. That you are empowered to be able to lead a life worthy of the calling and to be called a Christian. Hallelujah, Bazelon. And it's about being able to go to God and say, Mudimu, I was conceived in sin. I was born into sin. But it is only through the redemptive power of the cross. It is only through the indwelling power of the Holy Spirit that I am able to do according to your will. Hallelujah, Bazalwa. So can we take this to heart? God loves us. God loves us. And God let his prized possession. His only begotten son. To die on the cross of Calvary. So that you and I can be reconciled. We read in the book of Ephesians chapter 1. We're reading the book of Ephesians chapter 1 starting from verse 3 up to verse 12. It reads as follows. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places even as he chose us in him before the foundations of the world that we should be holy and blameless before him in love, he predestined us for adoption as sons through Jesus Christ, according to the purpose of his will, to the praise of his glorious grace, with which he has blessed us in the beloved. In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses, according to the riches of his grace. Uh, let's leave it there. It is through the blood of Jesus Christ that we have redemption. That our sins are forgiven according to the riches of God's grace. This blood of Jesus reconciles us unto God. Brings redemption into our lives through the grace of God. Hallelujah. 
Two years ago, when we decided as an eldership at Cosmo that we want to start having these conferences. We really wanted to focus on the meaning of Passover. What it really means in a Christian's life. You see, when the children of Israel were about to be allowed to leave, or rather to be uh, released from Egypt, there had to be a sacrifice. Or rather, let me go back a little bit. When God decided that he is going to release the children of Israel, he established Passover. And what God did is he instructed every household in Israel that they must sacrifice a lamb. And the blood of that lamb should be smeared on the lamb on the lamb post of their doors. So that when the angel of death passes, they shall not be touched. And if that blood was not on your lamb post, then the firstborn in your household would be killed. And this is a type. This is a shadow of what God was going to do for mankind. You see, every year, the priests, the priests, the high priest had to sacrifice for the children of Israel. It was an annual feast. The children of Israel had various feasts, various sacrifices that they had to make. But throughout the Old Testament, we learned that all of these things were only a shadow of what God was going to do. And in the New Covenant, a sacrifice was made once and for all. And this is the sacrifice of the son Jesus Christ. So that through his blood you and I can be jumped over by the angel of death. So that when the day of judgment comes God will see the blood of the lamb. The lamb being Jesus Christ. We are redeemed. We are redeemed by the blood of Jesus. Christ. We are redeemed by the blood of Jesus. It does not matter what the devil whispers in your ear. It does not matter what your neighbor promised to do to you. It does not matter what you think your mother-in-law is doing to you. You are redeemed by the blood of Jesus. Someone Someone asked me some time ago, do I believe 
Well, if if like whether there is such thing as witchcraft. Honestly, I don't know. But it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Because I am redeemed. Because I am washed by the blood of the Lamb. They can try. It doesn't matter.